The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of us. I hate the work of those who fall away. my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of you. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, and uh, there you'll see two videos at the top of the page. It'll look a little different when you go over there than what I'm showing people on the screen, because again, my, for whatever reason, one browser picks it up, the other one doesn't. Uh, On the left side of the page is Bradley's show from Saturday. It's two hours of Bradley Dean, so if you missed that and you want to catch that, you can do so up until 3 o'clock this afternoon at which time he'll be live in that little area right there. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Just uh, click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got, and there's a Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. Click on that and join us in the chat on Rumble. 
We're streaming live to Rumble as well. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the channel over there, as well as BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page over there. DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty, a variety of pages that carry my name on Facebook, as well as uh, Twitch at Twitch TV. Um, Real Tim Brown is the channel you're going to look for. And then if you're on Twitter for whatever that's worth, The Real Tim Brow 2. Leave off the end off the end of my name, put a two in its place, and you're good to go. And then right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Again, these go out once a day, usually between 7 and 8 Eastern time. So you should get them then. And then if you want our, our ministry email, you want to keep up with what we're doing, not only on the Internet and radio, but out among the 50 states, head over to sonsoflibertyradio.com, sign up for the uh, email newsletter there, which goes out only once a week. Okay, so it does, it's not going to clog up your inbox or anything like that. And uh, you'll see what we're doing out among the people. Okay, and then finally, if you want to support us in that, if you agree with our message and you want to help promote that here, uh, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And uh, we really do appreciate you guys very, very much. Now, there's there's a bunch of stuff <laughs> I'm going to try to get to today. Uh, I was uh, opening up so many things. I was like, oh, this will be, and man, we're going to be looking at like a two-hour show. And I, I don't know that, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. I can throw a lot of bonus stuff in here uh, for sure. But um, just for you guys to know, I did take, and I was going to pull up another video here that I had and I don't know I don't know if Rumble pulled my video or what. It's really strange. I I had this in because there was a there was a video that uh had some stuff and I, I'm kind of wondering if I what I'm going to have to do is uh, and I was looking for it this morning and uh I couldn't couldn't find it and I thought I had rendered this thing but maybe not. This is um this is going to be one. Let me just see if I can open this up. You, you may hear some noise here a second. Uh, okay, maybe not. All right. Let me see if I can open it with another one. This is this was just really disturbing. Uh, and okay, so let me bring it up here so that you guys will be able to see it. Now, you guys who are on on Red State Talk Radio, you're not going to be able to see this. You're going to be able to hear the people talking around it. This is an 11-year-old boy who has died after he took the shot, or that's what the claim is. There are other photos, too. So I had this video rendered, and I don't know why I thought I had uploaded it, but maybe I didn't, and that's on me. But this little boy has died, and they're looking at his eyes, and this is what they see. For those of you who have paid attention to the blood clots that are happening, to the parasites and things, there's a, it looks like a parasite that's in this little boy's eye. Okay? There are other photos, and I thought I'd rendered it out. There was like three of the photos from different people. I don't think they're the same little boy. They, they definitely look different. Same stuff in their eyes that you can see them in where the colored part of their eyes are, uh, moving around like these little fibers, um, little creatures, parasites. That's what they look like, or what we've been told are parasites. Let me put it that way, uh, in that little boy's eyes. So it was, and the, and the little boy died, okay? So um, 
there's a there's a lot of that stuff that's there. Now, on top of that, there's some other things uh, that have been going on that I wanted to, to bring out this morning. And uh, this one, I probably could do a, an entire show on it, but if you want to see how they the the mockingbird media really works in getting us to think certain things and go along with whatever their narrative is there's nothing more blatant than the latest miss universe uh pageant deal i don't watch any of that stuff um but <laughs> i couldn't help it because it was right in the news feed and i was like boy if this isn't blatant and in your face i don't know what it is so we had this story come out um, on New Year's Eve, uh, Ukraine is now battling Russia, not in some war sense, but for the Miss Universe title. I, I, you can't make this up. You really can't make this up. Okay. Now, here's the thing. For those watching on the video platforms, this is the lady from Ukraine who's running for Miss Universe. And what is your immediate thought here? Your media thought is she's dressed up like some kind of warrior angel. And they actually state in the um, in the article that I was citing from the New York Post, Miss Ukraine, Victoria Apanasenko, I, don't know, I, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, this Miss Universe pageant is going to be occurring in New Orleans on January the 14th. And how she... She's portrayed as the warrior of light. That's her costume. And according to her Instagram, she says it symbolizes our nation's fight against darkness. Isn't that what Satan does? He disguises himself as an angel of light. And it should not be surprising that his ministers disguise themselves as angels of light. Isn't that what the scripture says? In fact, uh, there's a, there's a comment that she looked like uh, Michael the Archangel. Th th this, I don't know that people know what Michael the Archangel looks like, but that this is the portrayal, okay? Now, stop and think about it. She's portrayed as good, right? All this kind of stuff. Here is the Russian chick. I don't, I don't know uh, what her name is. Miss Russia, Anna Linikova. I, I guess that's how you pronounce their names. Now, I want you to notice the difference in how she's portrayed. Now, she doesn't have horns coming out of her head, but she's all decked in red. You might want to know what that is tied to. See, you've got this good versus evil kind of play. Just for people who are in the QAnon sense movement and stuff like that, isn't that what they're telling you there? It's, it's, it's the essence of Freemasonry or dualism or any of that stuff to where you've got this good versus bad, uh, good versus evil, and and light versus darkness, but they're really playing the same game. I had a video the other day, a young lady was um, uh, portraying, and I may can pull this one up really quick. Yeah, I can pull it up real quick because it's it's right here. But she puts this out with, um, with the whole Freemasonry thing. Just take a listen to what she has to say and see if this isn't how you're being played. Because I, you know, I was speaking with somebody yesterday and they said, well, isn't that Q stuff, isn't it really appealing to the religious right? And I said, yeah, it smacks of uh, the balkanization psyop that was going on. It smacks of uh, uh, 
the the CIA mind control stuff that Kathy O'Brien spoke of in her book, Transformation of America. Listen to what this young lady has to say uh, concerning how Freemasons play that good versus bad, light versus darkness stuff. Here's how the people in control play us every single day. There's this very well-known saying from the Freemasons, order out of chaos. This is a Freemason chessboard. This represents duality, good and evil, black and white, yes or no, just duality in general. And there are two opponents facing one another. When you're in the game, you think you're actually fighting one another, right? It's black versus white, evil versus good, empire versus empire. The chaos that they're creating with these battles seemingly looks like chaos. But if you were to look from a higher position and look down, you realize that they are all part of the same game and that's where the order comes out of. The people in charge have been playing this game with the general populace for thousands of years, probably even more, where they make it seem like, oh, it's the Republicans versus the Democrats, the communists versus the capitalists. They're all the same people. They want you to believe that there is splitting. They want you to believe that there is duality. There is no difference. You know what the one thing that they all have in common is? They're all in charge. The more chaos these people in control create, the more order society will have. That's why the media seldom ever shows you good news. Like it's always news about chaos, war, conflict, racism, prejudices. Not saying that those don't exist, but if you're constantly bombarded with these things on a daily basis, you will program your mind into thinking that the world is a hellhole. And this chaos that creates in your subconscious mind is going to make you more orderly towards the government. The whole point of all of this is to divide and conquer. When you, the general populace, which is billions of people, fight against each other and not come together and not become one society, the people at the tippy top will always have control over you. Because if you're not uniting and you're not getting the bigger picture, they're going to control you. Why do you think the elite, especially, for example, the royals, like the British royals, were so keen on keeping their bloodline pure? Because they want to keep things in the family. They don't want you peasants to know the truth. They don't want you peasants to know all of the esoteric and occult knowledge that their family line has hidden. When we all unify and see that the one thing that is keeping us oppressed is the 1%, they have no chance against us. Billions of people versus like a couple hundred thousand, no game. That's why they do this whole order out of chaos chess game. They're playing chess with you right now. More and more people are waking up to this obvious scheme that they're playing. But unfortunately, there are also going to be millions of people who will never have the chance to wake up and who will always be stuck in this matrix thinking of duality, good, evil, this, that. We are all one. And that's what they don't want you to know. We are all one. Well, there there is a sense in which we are and there's a sense in which we're not. Um, the, the, she's got a lot of right points. And yet the scripture says that there is a clear uh, distinction between the people of God and those who are not the people of God. However, even though there may be people who are not the people of God, they're made in the image of God. And so therefore they can perceive certain things that are right. And this young lady is perceiving that. I don't know if she's a Christian or not, but the, the point is there are things that they can perceive that, wait a minute, there's something off here. There's things that are wrong here. And again, Romans 1 teaches us that kind of thing, that, that men see the wrath of God revealed from heaven every day. They see that. It's not foreign to them. 
whether you're a believer or whether you're not. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. The sun rises on the just and the unjust. There are, there are plenty of people who are smart in the world, who can perceive things in the world, who can learn and do incredible things in the world, who aren't believers. They may can even perceive certain things rightly, but they can't submit themselves into the Lord. The Bible says that it's impossible for the carnal man to do that because he can't, he can't understand them. It's not that he can't regurgitate back to you what, what you've taught him. It's that he can't submit himself to it. And there's a, there's a difference there. But uh, what she points out is a, is a good point of how we're being played. And this happens in a variety of ways. And that's why this thing here with the, with the um, and here's, a, here's another close-up of Miss Ukraine. Um, it's just, I don't know, the whole thing was creepy when I saw it. It was just, and here she is behind, I guess, some blueprints for her wings and stuff like that. But that whole, that whole Mockingbird Media, it's a psyop. That's what it is. It's to put in to your mind that Ukraine is good, Russia's bad. Now, I want to pose to you, January 14th is what? 12 days away. Who do you think is going to win this pageant? Just, just a question. Out of these two, who do you think is going to win this pageant? If I were a betting man, and I'm not, my money would be on Miss Ukraine. It would be the same thing that they did in the early 2000s with the New England Patriots. Remember that? You got to build up that patriotism, and the New England Patriots were winning all these Super Bowls. Not that I watched those either, but I saw the news. Same thing. It's going to be the same thing. Same thing. That's what they're doing here. Um, <clears throat> also, let me see where I'm at here. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think that was the only thing that I was really going to focus on here, uh, as far as some extracurricular news, if you will. <laughs> uh, one thing I did want to do, and I did, I wanted to actually start the show off with it and I forgot is read to you because this is a new year. I kind of wanted to start out with this and I did because I was, some things get real excited around here at the start of the show, so sometimes I'm a little fidgety. But uh, Psalm chapter 65, listen to what it has to say. By the way, I believe it was Brian sent me this passage of Scripture over the weekend, and uh, I, I thought, boy, this would be great to start the, the year off with. This is what it says. To the chief musician, the psalm and song of David, praise waiteth for thee, O God, in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed. O thou that hearest prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. Iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressions, they shall purge them away. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest, and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. By terrible things and righteousness wilt thou answer us, O God of our salvation who are at the confidence of all the ends of the earth and of them that are afar off upon the sea, which by his strength setteth fast the mountains, being girded with power, which stilleth the noise of the seas, the noise of the waves, and the tumult of the people. They also that dwell in the uttermost parts are afraid at thy tokens. Thou makest the outgoings of the morning and evening to rejoice. Thou, vi thou visitest the earth and waterest it. Thou greatest enrichest it with the river of God, which is full of water. Thou preparest them corn when thou hast so provided for it. 
Thou waterest the ridges thereof abundantly. Thou settlest the furrows thereof. Thou makest it soft with showers. Thou blessest the springeth. Thou breath. Thou blessest the springing thereof. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy paths drop fatness. They drop upon the pastures of the wilderness, and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys are also covered over with corn. They shout for joy. They also sing. But the point is, is right in the middle of that, in verse 11, it says, Thou crownest the year with thy goodness. And I'm going to tell you, the, the young lady's right. There, it's constantly the bad news. And, of course, we have to refute the bad news. So we'll we'll pitch out on, uh, speak out on what the bad news is and refute it with the good news. And the fact of the matter is, though there's a lot of bad news, I'm telling you, there's probably going to be a lot of bad news that come this year. Unlike we've ever seen before. We're already seeing it at the end of this, this past year in 2022. But make no mistake, the same God who's been in charge for 6,000 years and before in eternity is the same God who's going to be in charge this coming year. And what has he told us over and over and over? He has told us not to fear. You're going to hear of all kinds of things. This is the application I draw from like Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. Yeah, he told the disciples these things were coming in 70 AD. But there's plenty of application all through history, and there's application for us in 2023. There's going to be all kinds of stuff talked about. There's going to be wars. There's going to be rumors of wars. There's going to be famines. There's going to be deaths and pestilences and all this kind of stuff. We live in a fallen world. All that stuff's going to be there. But Jesus has told us two things. Don't fear and don't be deceived. Don't fear and don't be deceived. Who is in control? Is it the elites? Are they really in control? Well, they control some money. They control some influence. No question about that. No question about it. But are they in control of you? See, that's the difference. They may control some things in the world under the control of the sovereign God. Remember, the devil is God's devil. He's not just out there running loose off the chain. Mm -mm. Even when you go and read what happens with Job, in order for Satan to go and attack Job, whose permission does he have to have? That's right. He's got to have God's permission, his creator's permission to go. In, and he does the same for you. If you're a child of the living God, same thing applies to you. Same thing. All right. Um, <clears throat> OK, so I want to I want to take a little bit because I finally got around to putting some some uh, together, some of the um, uh, documents from our own government here uh, regarding chemtrails. And there may be some people who are listening here who say, okay, you're going to talk about chemtrails, you're a conspiracy theorist, you got your tenfold hat on. No, I got a dirty baseball cap on is what I got. Um, it, it's not tenfold. I'm going to show you where they've been pointing out and talking about and studying and implementing these things since the 1940s. And it hit me this morning. I don't think the Nazis just came over here during Operation Paperclip. I think they were being moved over here long before that. There are several instances for that. Some of this is in the documents, but also the whole gun control matter. The United States started a, a major push with, with gun confiscation, gun 
uh, we call it gun control. That's really not a good good term for it. Gun confiscation or gun gun prohibition. That would be it. Because any legislation that's written, one, is illegal first. That's the first thing. And then two, it is aimed at taking arms. It is aimed at criminalizing people. That's what it's aimed at. Okay. So they started to do that. And the gun control, what was it? The Dick Act or whatever it was. Um, no, it wasn't that. It was the National Firearms Act or whatever it was. That came about right about the same time that Germany implemented the same thing, and it all—it's almost identical. It's almost identical. Okay. So, with that said, we've got uh, several um, uh, mockingbird media outlets that debunk, or that's what they say, chemtrails. Here's the Smithsonian Institute. Science. Oh, wait a minute. Now, you got to stop and think about that, right? What did Paul warn Timothy about? Yeah, those who use fake science. Pseudo-science. And boy, have we seen that over the course of the convicts. Okay? We've seen the fake science. We've seen the sorcery. We've seen the manipulation. The magicians from Egypt come out and tell us all of the things that, you know, the convids are that they can't even provide an isolate for. Yep. Science officially debunks chemtrails, but the conspiracy will likely live on. Yeah, because it's a real conspiracy. It's a real conspiracy. That's the Smithsonian. I'll have this link up if you want to read the article. I'm not even going to give it time because I've got the actual documents that debunks the Smithsonian. Here is the BBC. Chemtrails, what's the truth behind the conspiracy theory? Uh-huh. The truth behind the conspiracy theory. Well, if if they actually went and gave and showed you, I'll bet, I'll bet uh, England has their own um, documents that show this stuff. Well, we're going to show you today that they're pulling a fast one. I just want to give you a couple of examples here. This is uh, Bill Gates. This comes from April the 6th of 2021. And there was a nation that stopped Bill Gates from his plan to, quote-unquote, dim the sun by spraying particles into the atmosphere. Um, and you can you can read this. By the way, this comes, it's kind of funny. Uh you know, uh, Salt has been making some mention of uh, some of the things that has been going on with Harvard, and I think that the place is apostate. I mean, it's like the New England states, for the most part, they've become apostate. And by the way, the New England states have been apostates for 100 years, and uh, and I can say that in all confidence because the church I was at previously, we, my kids, and um, to a couple of the elders went up to Maine to do some helping a church plant up there. And they said all the churches are Unitarian. Um, they they went just to help the people uh, the first time, just get to know the people, get in there and know them. And they they did some preaching and some teaching and stuff like that too. But they were helping them, you know, clean up stuff and do all kinds of things. And one of the things they said was, yeah, this it's like, you know, all the churches are Unitarian. So they're not getting the truth of the gospel, that's for sure. But here again, 
You, you've got Harvard behind this. You've got Bill Gates involved in it. I'm sure there's government money all in it. There's there's no question about that. And uh, and they want to try to dim the sun. And so you'll be able to check this out in the archives a little later on. Now, this then translated over to Bill Gates wants to spray millions of tons of chalk into the atmosphere. This was in March of 2021. They want to try to start this in June of that year. And this Scopex is the Harvard thing that the, it's the Harvard project that they're doing here, coming right out of there. Um, that they're engaged in. They want to. They want to dim the sun. Now you ask, why are they wanting to do that? What What is the mentality here? Well, let me just give you a let me just give you a quick little video here. And you guys who are listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you're not going to see it, but I'll ha it'll be in the archive if you want to check it out. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. China had a fusion reactor and they were trying to, for lack of a better term, ignite an artificial sun. I know it sounds crazy. I know it does. Okay. But they were able to do this for 17 minutes. And you guys online on the, on the, the video platforms, here's what it looks like. <laughs> You'll see the reaction, and their little sun is rising. That's not a rocket. This is this is a fusion reaction that they have. Other, that they're putting out. It's almost as if they want to create not a virtual reality on a computer. They want to create a virtual reality. In reality, does that make sense to you? They want to create their own reality. They don't want to live in the reality that they are in, where they have to be dependent upon the creator. No, they want to thumb their nose at God and say, we can handle it. We can create our own sun. We can create our own atmosphere. We can create our own rain and snow and whatever. By the way, if you haven't seen some of the videos of some of the snow that's coming down, some of these people have been making snowballs. Sorry, my wife's up. Uh, they've been making snowballs, and then they go in and they try to light them, and they can't even get the things to melt. It's really weird, which then begs the question of how does the snow melt in the first place? Like, naturally, how does it? It's really odd. There's some really odd stuff. There really is. And um, there's more. I've got uh, other videos. Uh, I'm not going to take time to play these because I want to get to the documents, but this one here. They want to eradicate the sun. Um, we've also got this one here. I want to play this one real quickly. Uh, this is a news report that confirmed chemtrails were indeed harming the people. And I want you to listen to what they had inside of them. Substance found by a southwest Arkansas man be part of a government test? Well, that's the question at the heart of a phenomenon called chemtrails, now getting widespread attention. Well, tonight, KSLA News 12 investigation reporter Jeff Farrell shows us the results of testing we had done about what's in our skies. Uh, it seemed like some mornings it was just crisscrossing the whole sky. They were just, it was just like a giant checkerboard. Bill Nichols snapped several photos of the strange clouds from his home in Stamps, Arkansas. They begin as normal contrails from a jet engine, but do not fade away like a normal contrail. Soon after, he saw particles in the air. 
you know, because we'd see it drop to, to the ground in a haze. Nichols then noticed the material collecting on the ground. This is uh, water and stuff that I collected in bowls. I had it set out in my backyard on my dad's pickup truck. KSLA News 12 had the sample tested at a lab. The results? A high level of barium, 6.8 parts per million, more than three times the toxic level set by the EPA. Armed with these lab results about the high levels of barium found in our sample, we decided to contact the Louisiana Department of Environmental Quality. They told us that yes, these levels are very unusual, but at the same time, they added the caveat that proving the source is a whole nother matter. Oh, come on. Barium is a hallmark of other chemtrail testing, which even attracted attention from a Los Angeles TV station. There's already no shortage of unclassified weather modification programs by the government. But those who fear chemtrails could be secret biological or chemical testing on the public point to the 1977 Senate hearings in particular, which confirmed 239 populated areas had been contaminated with biological agents between 1949 and 1969. Later, the 1994 Rockefeller Report concluded hundreds of thousands of military personnel were also subjected to secret biological experiments over the last 60 years. But could secret testing be underway yet again? I'd rather it be something inert and benign, you know, something that's, you know, not causing any damage. But uh, I'd like to know what it is. KSLA News 12 discovered chemtrails are even mentioned by name in the initial draft of House Bill 2977 back in 2001 under the Space Preservation Act. But the military denies any such program exists. Jeff Farrell, KSLA News 12 reporting. And, you know, it turns out until nine years ago, the government had the right under U.S. law to conduct secret testing on the American public there is no under right. specific conditions. It, it, Only a public outcry repealed part of that law, with some exceptions. Now, Jeff's report mentioned high levels of barium linked to those alleged chemtrails. We wanted to find out exactly what effects barium has on the body. We spoke with Mark Ryan, the director of the Poison Control Center. Ryan tells KSLA News 12 that... Short-term exposure can lead to anything from stomach to chest pains. Long-term exposure causes blood pressure problems. Ryan addressed concerns by chemtrail researchers that barium could be meant to wear down a person's immune system. Mm. Anything that causes ill effects on the body long-term chronically is going to affect your, your ability uh, because it's just it's constantly working on the body. So from that aspect, yeah, that's a potential. So, so you can see how this ties in the whole convid stuff. You can see the whole thing. And then they, they, they say in here, the government claims they have the right to test you, to test on you, to spray you with stuff, to put chemicals in your water, whatever the case may be. They have the right to do that. Where is that in the Constitution? Let me tell you something. A government telling you something like that, they have the right to do that, is a government that needs to be abolished. It needs to be eradicated. It needs to be eliminated off the face of the earth. Because it is dangerous to the people. It is criminally minded. It is not fulfilling what God said in Romans 13. It is not punishing the wicked. It is not justifying the righteous. It has it completely backwards. And it needs to be dealt with. And this is where we come in, men. Just going to say, this is... I think we're going to do a show just on the men. 
just for us. And I'm not going to preach more at you. I'm going to probably preach it to me. That's what the, when those things are on, I tend to have the, the have it pointed back to me. Here's another pilot or former pilot. And he talks about the poisons that are being sprayed in our skies. Take a listen. The contrails, not the chemical, the contrails occur because of cold air, minus 30. It takes a high altitude, around 30,000 feet plus. There's a carbon dioxide and water vapor in that exhaust. That turns to ice crystals, and that's what you see, the white stream behind it. Those white crystals of ice warm up, dissolve, and the smoke goes away. And it never lasts more than a minute. What we're seeing now, and I first could not believe it, and I started looking at the skies, and these are not normal. They're not natural. There's something going on. I don't know who it is or why they're doing it. All I can testify is it's not natural and it's not normal. It's got to be some outside influence doing that. Thank you. I'm here to give you testimony that chemtrails, they're not contrails, are indeed real. They're spraying almost every day. I watch the clouds and watch the spraying program going on. I want to tell you that we're in very great danger from the pollution that's coming down over us. And we've been led astray by the military industrial complex, and they're responsible for the clouds creation and weather manipulation programs. They're dark operations. That's why they're not out in the media. I look around and I see people are starting to look up and see that many times I've spoken about chemtrails and I get this blank look on my face. What are you talking about? I'm saying, look up as a pilot. But before I fly, I look up. And so, boy, they're really out there working. When you look up at the sun and you see a white haze, that is aluminum floating in the air right now. And it's Wow. Ugh. All these people telling you, experienced people, is it really a conspiracy theory or is there a conspiracy going on? Let me let me say this. If you are in our military and you are spraying this stuff, maybe you didn't maybe you didn't know. I'll, I'll give you the benefit of that. I, I like to try to give people the benefit of that. Maybe you didn't know. Now you know. If you continue doing it, you're not American. You're a traitor to your people. And you deserve a traitor's death. Not gonna. I, I'm not. Th th there's no mercy there. Y if you're gonna knowingly do these things to your own people, you deserve justice. You need to go before the real judge. And you know what? Genesis chapter nine is pretty clear. You're going to engage in the killing of men by man's hands. Your blood will be shed, too. Well, Tim, that's pretty hard words. Uh, you guys all know what. I'm not looking for bloodlust. I want people to repent. I don't want them to keep doing this stuff. This is why the good news of Christ comes, that he can take away your sin, but you've got to be repentant. That doesn't mean you escape the consequences here on the earth. But the whole point is to save you from your sin, not leave you in them. That's the point. Now, with that said, let's take a look at some of these, these documents here. Um, some of them were mentioned in that little, uh, that local report there. But I put these in. You can find it at sonsoflibertymedia.com. I borrowed heavily from uh, Dane Wigington. Um, had the pleasure of interviewing Dane. I don't know how long ago, maybe eight or 10 years ago with my friend Jim White, who we've had on the show before. Jim runs uh, Northwest Liberty News. And um, I forget the name of his radio station. Somebody gave Jim a radio station. I mean, that's he, he's got a lot of uh, uh, integrity out there as far as his reporting. And um, so he, he's running a radio station out there. So, but, but we interviewed Dane Wigington uh, from geoengineeringwatch.com. 
And Dane put together a lot of this stuff. And one of the things Dane said was, this generation has not known what natural weather is. We don't even know what natural weather is. We've never lived under it. It's all been manipulated because of the things being sprayed in the skies. Uh, I'm sure EMFs have something to do with it. There's all kinds of stuff that's that messes with our weather. And so we've never known a natural, natural seasons of weather. We, we've not known that. Here's what he asked. How big does the climate engineering elephant in the room need to be before it can no longer be hidden in plain sight? How much more historical proof do we need of the ongoing climate engineering weather warfare before the denial of the masses crumbles? When will populations around the globe bring to justice all those responsible for the ongoing and rapidly worsening worldwide weather warfare assault? Now, one of the things he did was there's there's a couple of documents that Dane was able to obtain, and he's put them on his website. We, we pulled them over here so that you can see them yourself. One of The first one is a 750-page document. I think this is the one the guy was making mention of in the... Um, uh, in the interview we just played a minute ago. This is from May of 1978. It is the Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation of the United States Senate. Okay, 1978. Just going to highlight a couple of things, and the entire document, the entire, it's almost 750 pages, whatever, um, is on here so you can read it yourself. This is not conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy. Multiple people were involved in this. The whole U.S. Senate knew about it. So this wasn't done in a back room. It was done right out in the open. And here's the highlight here. This is from Chapter 5, Federal Activities and Weather Modification. The federal government has been involved for over 30 years. Okay, so 78, that takes us back to where? 68, 58, 48. 1948, so we're looking at the 1940s. They've been involved with over 30 years in a number of aspects of weather modification through activities of both the Congress and the executive branch. I'm reading from a U.S. Senate document from 1978. Since 1947, weather modification bills pertaining to research support, operations, policy studies, regulations, liabilities, activity reporting, establishment of panels and committees and international concerns have been introduced into the Congress. There have been hearings on many of these proposed measures and oversight hearings have also been conducted on pertinent ongoing programs. A total of six public laws specifically on weather modification have been enacted since 1953. These are people who don't trust God. They don't believe in him. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they sing. God bless America and whatever else. What's the Lee Green thing? That thing they used as propaganda for your patriotism to, to fight all the unconstitutional wars. They, they can sing all that stuff all they want, but their hearts are far from God. As the scripture says, their lips are near to him, their hearts are far from him. And so that's why they want to modify the weather. A total of six public laws specifically on weather modification have been enacted since 1953. While others have included provisions which in some way are relevant to weather modification Resolutions dealing with the use of weather modification technology as a weapon by U.S. military forces and promotion of a U.N. treaty prohibiting such activities have been introduced in both houses of the Congress, and one such resolution was passed by the Senate. So even the U.N. knew about this stuff, and 
seemingly they put together some things to say no to it. Again, several clips from this document. This one is on page 320, a national problem for accelerating progress and weather modification. I, I apologize, guy, that I wasn't even paying attention. Let me see if I can blow that up so you guys can read it along with me on the video platforms. ICAS report number 15A prepared in 1971 proposed a program for accelerating national progress in the modification of weather through consolidation of a number of prime government weather modification efforts into seven key projects. It kind of makes you wonder if they're not using this to create some of the droughts that, that are going on in the West, in the Midwest, along with also some of these heavy snowfalls that we're seeing that come into play, or the flooding. Some people have even made some pretty good arguments, I think, at controlling hurricanes and stuff. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. It really is. A lead agency was designated for each of the proposed national projects. The national projects were defined as multi-agency efforts of major national significance, which were considered to have near-term potential for meeting ident uh, excuse me, identified national needs. Each had a ba as a base an ongoing weather modification program with a potential for making a vital contribution to the solution of a national problem. Now, when we interviewed Dane, one of the things Dane told us, he says, look, he actually believed at the time you're going to have to try to continue this because it is affecting things. And if you don't, things are going to get worse. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that assessment. You know, the Bible tells me that God has set the boundaries of the waves. They don't come any farther than what. So if they come in, who's letting them come in? Man or God? God's doing that. Now, God may be allowing man to go on in his folly to do some of these things. But make no mistake, God is still in control of those things. He still puts limits on what man is going to be able to do. But I'm just, I'm just pointing out the people like the BBC or the Smithsonian who say this is a conspiracy theory, who say it's been debunked. Wait a minute. Here's the documents. Now, what they're counting on is the people like you who are listening this morning. They're counting on you never seeing these documents. They're counting on you never seeing a, a, a local report. That's not a Mockingbird Media report. They may be an affiliate for Mockingbird Media. But these local outlets, a lot of times, they'll let stuff through that doesn't get caught. But once it gets caught, it never airs again. They'll never report on it again. Be interesting to see if that local outlet that we played a minute ago, if they've ever went back and reported on that again. Okay, so let's go back to the documents. Same document we're talking about here. Here's what it says. Defense Department aircraft work all weather patterns in the mid-Atlantic states. One section of the mid-Atlantic states, that's me. One section of heavy concentration is the southern tier of Pennsylvania counties. How is, is that considered? Pennsylvania is not mid-Atlantic. What, what okay, I don't know how that got mixed in there. But anyway, Pennsylvania, we got some friends up there. You guys are online in Pennsylvania. According to the Federal Aviation Agency, there are as many as 160 flights in a 24-hour period. These aircraft disperse ice nuclei at almost um, infinity concentrations and inject it into the atmosphere starting 24 to 48 hours before weather patterns move into the area. This seeding, and some of you guys, we've we played some of the, the cloud seeding videos as to how that works. This seeding will dissipate all summer cumuli storms. In the winter, snows are changed into rain, 
with the possibility of some increase of precipitation. This additional winter rain helps make the annual precipitation record look decent. However, rain during the winter leaches the soil of fertility and severely erodes crop fields. Is that what we're seeing going on? Yep. They're even talking about topsoil now being sort of, I don't know, Becoming extinct, as they put it. I got lots of topsoil. You just, all you got to do is go down in the woods, stuff dying, and it makes the ground good. Haul that up. That'll that'll do you some good. Um, snow is so desperately needed for a cover to prevent this damage, as well as protection to prevent heaving of perennials such as alfalfa. It goes on and it says, Pennsylvania has earned a reputation of lawlessness relative to cloud seeding. The past two secretaries of agriculture have both stymied all efforts to regulate weather moder modification. Hmm. But they're the lawless ones. But this is coming out of the feds. See, the, as the feds lead it, so go the states. The Pennsylvania State University has engaged in blackmail activities against those who want the law enforced, have conducted research in contempt of the law, and lied about the outcome of their own results of cloud seeding. These various agencies have also helped to obstruct law enforcement in the state of Pennsylvania, Department of Agriculture, Bureau of Aviation, Federal Aviation Agency, Federal Bureau of Investigation. What do they have to do with any of it? The Pennsylvania State University and all branches of the federal government who have or are doing cloud seeding work. It's a meteorological, boy, that one's a tongue twister this early in the morning, Watergate. There's no question that during a dry season, cloud seeding aggravates conditions to produce drought, and during a wet cycle, it triggers even more rain and probably floods. I can go on through this. Let me back that up just a little bit. I can go on through this just point after point through these documents. Okay, and again, this is from the 750-page or nearly 750-page Senate document that's here. And uh, this will be at sonsoflibertymedia.com, so you guys can read it for yourself. You can go through it and see for yourself. This thing is decades old. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy. There are multiple individuals involved in knowing about weather modification chemtrails, cloud seeding, all of that stuff. And it's documented. This isn't me just making it up. Okay? They talk about liability for weather modification. Now, this is one we need to take a look at because they're, these people aren't... aren't you, you just heard it when they asked about these things... How did the how did the feds respond? They said, oh, well, you know, yeah, we see that there is these these problems, these chemicals and all these other things in there. But it's going to be difficult to prove that we were behind it. You know, it was somebody else <laughs> wouldn't be hard to prove it. Just go find the planes that do this stuff and find out what they got on board. Then you start making arrests of the people who fly them, the people who send them, the people who uh, order the order the chemicals. And those covering for them start making their rest. That'll stop it real quick. But unfortunately, it's going to take us men to do that. We're going to have to organize the grand juries in our counties. We're going to have to organize, reorganize the militia and train and teach and disciple in that manner. 
And if we don't do that and we expect the agents of the state to do it, whether they're the boys in blue, the boys in brown, or the feds, it's not going to get done. It isn't going to get done. It really isn't. Here's under liability for weather modification. If a drought or severe storm occurs after weather modification attempts have occurred, issues concerning liability for damages may arise. Hmm. Yeah. They may turn this back on the government and say, hey, you just you wrecked my home with your weather modification stuff. Now you're going to have to pay me for it. These issues would include causation as well as the application of a number of theories of tort recovery, including nu uh, nuisance, strict liability, trespass, and negligence. Other bases of liability might be pre uh, present depending on the particular facts and circumstances attending any specific instance or incident. In addition, issues concerning air and water pollution could be raised. Before a general discussion of these issues is begun, it would be helpful to examine briefly state statutes which discuss liability. Why don't we talk about the Constitution that doesn't give you guys authority to be doing this to us in the first place? Article 1 has zero authority for you to spray anything in our atmosphere over us, to poison us in any way. Sorry, it doesn't. It's not there. Ten state statutes were found with this, uh, which discuss liability for weather modification. I, I didn't even know that was there. Did you guys know that? Ten statutes were found which discuss liability for weather modification. Got to find out which ten states those are. These statutes vary widely in effect and complexity. Eight of these statutes specifically provide the state is immune from liability. Oh, yeah. See, the state wants to write its own laws, pretended legislation, so they can be immune from justice against them. That is, that is tyranny. This is where all governments eventually go. Every one of them throughout history, you name one of them that hasn't done that. Name one of them. None. Because men are corrupt and they're depraved and that's the route they go. This is why the people have to hold them to account. If you're going to have a government like that, you've got to hold them to account. Five statutes were found which provide that uh, obtaining a license for weather modification is not a defense to legal actions. Oh, yeah, if you're going to if you're going to engage in it, we're going to hold you accountable, but you can't hold the state for it. Statutes on weather modification are stated not to affect private contractual or legal obligations in four states. Three states provide that weather modification is not ultra hazardous, while three state statutes provide that weather modification is not a trespass or in one state, not a public or private nuisance. Incredible. Incredible how they want to cover up themselves. We're going to carry this over just a little bit. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com is where you can catch the rest of this before it's news.com or the other outlets that I mentioned before. Have a great day. Bradley be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. See you in the morning at 6 a.m. Lord willing, see you. Okay, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And I'm just going to hit these. I, I thought maybe I could get through this, but I started looking around at all these other videos and things like that. So I, I wanted to hit this because... To me, this is this is one of the things where, you know, we're seeing the mockingbird media telling us with uh, telling us that we're not reading with our own eyes our own Senate's documents, that we're not seeing with our own eyes what they're doing in the skies, that we're not feeling with our bodies the effects of what they're doing to us, whether it's in the skies, whether it's through EMFs or whatever the case may be. They're not being honest with us. They're not being, well, they are 
in the documents, they're telling us certain things. They, they, they do tell us, but they kind of whisper it, don't they? This should be on the nightly news. Just like the truth of the convids, just like the truth of the convid shots. It should be on the, on the national news. It's not. They want to hide that from you. Like the lady said earlier, they are occultists. They're hiding knowledge. So there are a number of uh, other parts to this particular document. Did you know there was a National Weather Modification Act of 1976? Yep. Ever heard of it? Some of you have. You're a smart. You're a smart crowd. I, I'm. I, I've told you I, I don't treat you like children or anything like that. And I, some of you have probably heard of this: the National Weather Modification Policy Act of 1976, Public Law 94-490. It was uh, created on October 13th, 1976, stated as its purpose to, quote, develop a comprehensive and coordinated national weather modification policy and a national program of weather modification research and development, end quote. This would include the development of, quote, both national and international mechanisms designed to minimize conflicts which may arise with U.S. 256, which was in 1945, indicates that the flight of an airplane over a person's land would not necessarily be considered a trespass. Hmm. Stop and think about that just for a minute. Socialists manipulate the language, don't they? Oh, yeah, if that plane flies over your land, it's really not a trespass. Okay. However... It could be argued that the release of particles into the air by an airplane or by a weather modification station on the ground might be considered a trespass if they invaded the plaintiff's land. It could also be argued that rain, hail, or other precipitation produced by weather modification would be a trespass since it did not fall there naturally but was produced artificially. And I agree with that. You can. You should be able to argue that. And you should be able to sue for damages and push to stop it. We do not need this stuff. These arguments could be supported by citing various cases which have found a trespass even where invisible or microscopic particles have entered on the plaintiff's land they have caused harm. And there's more. There's lots more. These are just snippets of the one document, the 1976 document. Um. Here's one. This comes from page 455. Let's see if I can blow this up a little more for you guys. In determining whether cloud seeding is an abnormally dangerous activity, it has been stated that courts would consider the following factors. Whether the activity involves a high degree of risk of some harm to the person, land, or chattels of others. Whether the gravity of the harm which may result from it is likely to be great. Whether the risk cannot be eliminated by the exercise of reasonable care. Well, why, why is that? That sounds like they're putting it on the person who's being harmed. That, well, you can care for yourself if you just do these things. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me, but maybe there's something that's dependent upon the person who's doing the cloud seeding. Whether the activity is not a matter of common usage. See, what makes it common usage? Congress? They don't have authority to do it in the first place. So if they make it common, if they're doing it every day, see, this is the argument they give you for the guns, right? Well, you can have a weapon if it's in common use. See how they manipulate it and how they, they schmooze you into what they want? 
Stop and think about that. The development of further weapons, if you wanted to do it, is stopped if it's not in line with common use. Now, I think the guys who wrote the Constitution when they wrote the Second Amendment were pretty clear in why they gave this generality of arms. They didn't say firearms. They didn't say guns. They didn't say knives. They didn't say spears. They said arms. Period. That's just, just arms. Any extension of the person can be that can be used as a weapon. And here they are saying things like this. They go on and they say, uh, whether the activity is inappropriate to the place where it is carried on. Well, is there a place, is there any place in these United States where it is appropriate for government to spray any type of chemical over you, over the people? Is it ever appropriate for that? I'm just asking you, the people, you're the, you're the government. Is it okay for your employees to just go and poison you? No matter what the good intention is, is it, is it okay for, for that to happen? You, you determine that. The value of the activity to the community. No case has been found where a court characterized weather modification as ultra hazardous and therefore subject, subject to strict liability. However, this may occur in the future, particularly with regard to certain types of attempted weather modifications, such as that involving hurricanes. They tell you right there. Right there. <laughs> you people in Florida, I'm going to tell you what, you probably, all of you who've had your homes destroyed, your businesses destroyed, you probably have a case here. I would talk to an attorney about this. Go grab the document. You can grab it right off of sonsoflibertymedia.com. I would start talking to an attorney and say, well, wait a minute, they're already admitting, they admitted in 1976 that weather modification was used involving hurricanes. Right there. It's in black and white with a yellow over it. <laughs> and yet, it's a conspiracy theory, right? It's been debunked as a conspiracy theory, but right there it is in black and white. Right there it is in black and white. Let me slide down just a little bit. I mean, I can I can sit here. There's, a, there's quite a bit of, of stuff to give here. But what I want to do is just slide down. This is the full document. And again, you can read this at Sons of Liberty Media. It's actually 784 pages on the PDF. But I think it's just maybe right at 750 if you were to you know, print things out. Dane also provided a 1966 document. He found this in the NASA archives. And uh, here's what he wrote. A rapid increasing mountain of data makes e ever more clear that almost none of us alive today have known completely natural weather. That's, that was the quote I was giving you earlier. He also said, um, it is global. It is global conspiracy in the sense that these covert weather modification programs will be coordinated by, quote, various governments around the world, end quote. In other words, those that we elected to represent us are working with foreign countries and coordinating their efforts to spray this stuff on us. That, that, that's, that's, what he's, that's what he's pointing out. And this is in the, other, the next document that he has here of them you know, playing God. This is it here. This is a 97-page document. 
Uh, recommended National Program in Weather Modification, November 1966. It's a report to the Interdepartmental Committee for Atmospheric Sciences by Homer E. Newell, Associate Administrator for Space Science and Application, National Aeronautics and Space Administration in Washington, D.C. But it's just a conspiracy theory, folks. It's not real. It's not really going on. It's not really happening. Here we had a report. This was from June the 3rd of this year. Government admits to using geoengineering, climate engineering, chemtrails. They admitted to it. And uh, you can check this out. So what is the problem here? On the one hand, they're giving us documentation that tells us they're doing it. On the other hand, they have their um, propaganda outlets telling us they're not doing it. It's deception. It's confusion. Who is the author of confusion? It's not God. The Bible tells us that he's not the author of confusion. So who is that coming from? It comes from the father of lies, the devil himself. Let me slide over here real quickly because I think Bradley found a, a little a real gem in this in Deuteronomy 28. As part of the curses, if the people will not keep the commands of God, God brings forth judgment. He, he just does. And what does it say here in verse 24 of Deuteronomy 28? The Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder and dust. From heaven shall it come down upon thee until thou be destroyed. That's written thousands of years ago to the people of Israel under God's covenant there. And he says, if you're going to not obey me, if you obey me, I'm going to bless you. It's going to be so many blessings, they're going to overtake you. And we once knew that in what we call the United States of America. We once knew that. Some people still think there's tremendous blessing, and I think there is to a certain extent. But our blessings are quickly turning into curses upon us. We've gotten so used to the curses around us, we don't see them for what they are. Or we become deceived by our blessings. Instead of seeing what comes upon us as a people at large, at large, as a judgment of God. And God's judgments are not only two, they're twofold. Within the first part of it, it is to destroy the wicked. And the other part, it is to bring discipline and chastisement upon his people. What does the Bible tell us? Tell us it says a father who doesn't discipline his son hates his son. And if you're not disciplined, then you are illegitimate. You are bastards. You are illegitimate ch children. If you're not receiving the discipline of God, because God loves His children, and as a result of His love, when His children are out of line, He disciplines them. He calls them out, and He disciplines them. 
So the question is, where are you today? Where am I today? Are we under the judgment of God that's going to destroy us, as it says here? Or are we those who need discipline to correct us and get us out of sinful behavior and back to the Lord? Where are we at here? And the answer is the same for either one. It is to repent of our sin. It is to turn away from our sin and to obey the Lord. How do we do that? Well, that comes through the preaching of the gospel. The gospel calls men away from their sin, not leaves them in it. Jesus saves his people from their sin. What is that word from? From, he's taken them from the land of bondage, Egypt, just like it states at the beginning, the preface there for the Ten Commandments. I'm the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. I'm pulling you out of Egypt. Now, you, I could use the old phrase here. You can take the boy out of Egypt, but you can't take Egypt out of the boy, right? Kind of deal. And that's what a lot of people had that came out of Egypt. They still had Egypt in them. And that's why they said it had been better if we go back there. We had onions, man. We were taken care of. We didn't, we're out here in the wilderness. And they didn't, even, they didn't even stop to think God has provided everything we need. And the message to you and to me is to repent. What sins are besetting you in Egypt today? That God's judgment would come upon you right out in the open. They're not even hiding it. You've got the documents. You've got the reports. They're not hiding it from you. It's there. What sins are besetting you? Are you a drunkard? Are you an adulterer? Are you a liar? Are you a thief? Are you an idolater? And I could go and expound on all those things as to what they are. Are you one who's disobedient and dishonors your parents? Do you covet other people's stuff? Then repent. Stop sinning. Stop doing what you're not supposed to be doing and do what you're supposed to do. And then I'll tell you what. We will see the hand of God work on our behalf. We will. But this is how it works. We have to do it God's way. No government's going to solve this problem. You can see are, they are the problem. Government is the problem, not a, not, you know, oh. But government is that way because, at least in our country, because it's a reflection of us. It is a reflection of us. Oh, it's not a reflection of me, Tim. Well, maybe not you in particular. Maybe not. But as a people, it's a reflection of us. And we better get right as Matt Trujillo says, with our faces low to the ground and cry out to God for mercy. Cry out, even as Jeremiah said in Lamentations, Lord, turn us and we will be turned. Why? Because we can't turn ourselves. We are weak and helpless in ourselves, in our flesh. We need the Spirit of God to turn us. And I'm going to tell you, if we'll turn, we'll see this whole thing come down. And we, we will have to establish justice. There's no question about that. 
but we can see the whole thing turn around. And if you want a message of hope in that, that's it. Just go and look at, read the book of Jonah. The only time, the only city God ever sent one of his prophets outside of his covenant people that we read about in the Old Testament. He was going to destroy them in 40 days. And even his prophet knew that God was a good God, that he was rich in mercy and grace. And he didn't want those uncircumcised Ninevites having any part of his good God. And he didn't want to go preach to them. That's why he fled. And God had a way of turning him around, didn't he? Getting him out of his own self-righteousness, putting him in the belly of a fish, spitting him out three days later on the land, a picture of what he would do with Jesus, that he would be in the heart of the earth, just like Jonah was for three days, three nights. Spit him out on the land. He goes into Nineveh and preaches repentance towards them, or towards God, to them. And what happens? From the top to the bottom, from the bottom to the top, they repented in sackcloth and ashes. And God spared them. That was for 40 years that he spared them, and he eventually destroyed them. But because they were repentant, he withheld his judgment. You don't think God will do the same for us today if we'll repent? I believe he will. I don't think he's one that changes. I am the Lord. I change not. That is the message of hope that we have. But that hope comes with a change of what we're doing, what we're thinking, what we're saying, how we're treating other people, loving God, loving man. It's going to have to come with a change of that. I hope I hope this has been beneficial because I, I think a lot of this uh, you can use. You can use, you don't have to do something here for me, but um, you can use these articles with these documents to share with your friends who are still thinking, well, this is all a conspiracy theory. It doesn't affect me and it's not real and blah, blah, blah. Use that. Show them the truth. The truth sets us free, right? And the truth is the Lord Jesus, ultimately. That's, that's what it is. But there's the point. All right. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, Bradley be with you at 3. Catch him there, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And Lord willing, we'll be back with you in the morning, bright and early at 6 a.m. Talk to you then. See ya.